0: Welcome to the Jesus Calling Podcast. Today we speak with two members of the country music supergroup, Diamond Rio. Marty Rowe and Jimmy Olander grew up with completely different ideas about Christmas. They discuss what Christmas means to them, both then and now. They also talk about the band's new Christmas show at Nashville's Gaylord Opryland Resort called Diamond Rio Holiday and the Hits and why it was important to them to share the hope of Christ in this show that is reaching thousands of people this Christmas.
1: I'm Marty Rowe with the group Diamond Real. I'm the lead singer. And I'm Jimmy Olander and I play guitar. A Christmas at my house was uh, mostly about family and family gathering. Um, we uh, obviously, when we were little, gift gift exchange was a big deal. My my grandfather on my mother's side was a just a large child, and so he, he never could wait till Christmas. So he would. We usually did Christmas on Christmas Eve, and then uh, then my other grandparents. It was you know they were strict, you know traditionalists. Christmas morning, so it was cool with us because you know we kind of got stuff in the morning, in the evening, and in the morning. But um, as as we went on, uh, Christmas was definitely a a faith based holiday for us. Um, and um church was involved somehow or another. Um, and then with my children, we've, we've taken that a little further and and we always uh, had a Christmas program. My children would read, you know uh, the the birth story and and they would act it out. actually, one of us adults would read it, and they all they all fought over who was going to be, you know Joseph and Mary. and I think it's because they wanted to hold the baby doll, but <laughs> but we we, uh, it's just been about family coming together and being very thankful and grateful for for the gift of Jesus. Mine was totally different.
2: <laughs> um I did not grow up in a Christian household. We were forbidden to go to church. So my our Christmas was all snow and Santa Claus and gift exchange and it was a great family thing. It wasn't, you know, necessarily deviant. It was just not uh, Christ-based and not faith-based, and so um, becoming a Christian late in life and now having children, that's completely different my at ha- my house. Now God's been pursuing me my entire life with my friends and, and with uh, grace and with good fortune and stuff, and for the most part, I've taken credit for everything <laughs> the whole time and didn't actually recognize those things. I was actually a Christian recording artist, and was not a Christian. And um, a lot of my friends said, "You would make such a good Christian. (laughs) (laughs) You would make a wonderful Christian." And I was like, "Well, what? You know." Anyway, um, I had during our the process of us cutting, um, uh, you know, the reason. The reason. I was doing producing it with Mike Clute, and was doing all the label meetings, and we were getting all these um, songs pitched to us because that's what we've Diamond Rio has always been very open about the material that comes into the band, and the best song is going to win, and that's really benefited us in our career. Um, well, all the stuff that was getting pitched to us, they were great Christian songs, and they were, but we didn't have an attachment to it, and. It, and they were pressing for deadlines, and how are we doing with this type of stuff? You know what? We got to stop this right now. I have, I've just kind of, it was spoken to on what this project should be, and um, and it should be honest and it should be real, and we should not. We were going through some struggles in the band with Marty singing, and he was having some vocal trouble, and a lot of this was hidden. And uh, we'd prayed about it and God had put somebody in our life to, to bring him back around where he's singing like he is now. and. Um, In that meeting, I went, man, we need to actually tell the truth and speak to God and what he has done, specifically in this very situation. And I I told the the label, look, I've got to have a meeting with the band, they don't know what's coming. We're not used to writing all the material for a record. We're not used to, you know, we're used to saying other people's words and stuff. This actually needs to come from us. It was profound to me. And it kind of came out of the blue. And it was just a kind of a slow process all my life. He's always been with me, but this was kind of the thing that I was just finally, I said, okay, I get it. This is you. This is not me. I think God can make things better, you know, in this particular time around Christmas time. I had a friend of mine who had a sudden death of her husband, you know, um, and she's in church, and she's in church with the kids, and I think it's... Creating some comfort for them, um, and I think that they're they're making some great choices because I think this particular holiday, if you don't have it focused on Christ, and it's just a calendar date and a celebration and it's you know gift exchange, then that can be associated associated with worldly things and passing, and all of a sudden. The, the significance of the birth of Christ when it's diminished um, and you're just focusing on the calendar date, then you're thinking about the calendar date of somebody passing, you're thinking about other struggles that are happening. So um, I think, you know, like me, late in life, it was always a calendar date and it was always a gift exchange and it was always a to-do list and stuff like that. I love this time of the year. I think it creates a lot of hope. And for being a new Christian, you know, I think it's it's just it's fantastic. I'm still such a work in progress, you know, that exploring these things is it's great.
1: We thought it would be fun to do a Christmas album. We'd never done our own Christmas CD. We'd done a few guest spots on other people's CDs and things like that. But, um, so we were recording our favorite Christmas songs, as Jimmy said, a lot of snow and Santa Claus, you know, and, and, um, and, a, and a couple of uh, Christ-centered songs. But uh, we found this original tune that really spoke to our current uh, social world, you know the star still shines it's about
2: the birth of christ and um and how relevant that is still in modern times you know and you know if you can kind of go back and reference that why you know the spirit of christmas um, it was just a great message the
1: star still shines after all this time as a light for me and
3: you and us to see he wise men still do
1: oh wise men still do we love the song so we, we recorded it put it on there and made it our title cut and before we were finished with the project a major label word records christian label uh Beat our door down to uh, to sign and have that as a piece of their product, and actually led us to uh, do a, a gospel CD for them, which we ran a, won a Grammy for. And uh, so that all that was um, a great experience, and and now we get a chance to do a show and feature a lot of that stuff in our show. It's called uh, Diamond Rio uh, Holiday and the Hits, and it's a celebration of. Of our success and how we've been blessed, we we play uh, several of our our hits and number one records, and and our fans really I think want to hear that, and we're blessed to have it. But it's a small part of our show, and then we play uh, the star still shines, um, and then we play several uh, Christmas classics uh, from from our CD, um, and then we. Do some goofing around. We do a little jingle bells, and uh, Dana shows his gifting for uh, f- for having fun with uh, with the audience. And Jimmy is down there. And he pulls out the banjo, and then we do a little. We do the Nutcracker. Uh, we play five different movements of yeah, the Nutcracker. Five, five movements of the
2: Nutcracker on the banjo.
1: And uh, so they get a little bit of fun with that. And then and then we. Then we go to, we have a section that is dedicated to the story of the birth of Christ, the Christmas story uh, in Luke 2. And Brian, our drummer, reads. Um, we we read the scripture and it's known to the world um, that sets up um, where Mary's at, at that time in the manger when the shepherds come and she has this baby and husband and, and you know, this knowledge that this is a special child. Um, and the question of how much does she, did she know? And, and did she know all the things that she was gonna go through? And so Dana sings, Mary, did you know? And we we follow that with, oh come all you faithful, oh holy night, and the celebration of that night, and what that was like. And and, and it's a wonderful experience for the folks. We gathered up all of our, our you know, Family Christmas photos through the years, you know, from you know our first Christmases for all the guys in the bands. Their family Christmas photos, whatever, all that is playing while the folks are eating dinner. And then we also put together a long string of all of our, a lot of our career photos uh, from the very beginning with all the hair and even some different band members and um, and and all the the great artists that we've been able to work with and become friends with and um, just a, a a visual snapshots of how God has blessed us through through our our career and uh, share that with the folks um, I mean it really has been fun that is a bonus for us we're even though it's changed all of our our normal Christmas family plans for for me, for my whole life, this is the first time in 56 years or 57 years, whatever, that I won't be in at my home where I grew up for either Thanksgiving or Christmas. But all of my family is there. They're at the show every night. They're you know, so it's just the center of the universe kind of changed a little bit for us for this year. But uh, we've adjusted well, and it's actually been been a lot of fun. And there's no preaching and there's no desire to uh, do anything other than to tell the story that gives us hope and that's what we do in our show we're getting a lot of
2: feedback from the audience as if they've never seen this in a christmas show before they find this very unique and they seem to be incredibly Lots of gratitude for, oh, thank you for doing this. And and that, did that surprise you? It completely su- surprised yeah. me because I hear it so often. We'll hear it in, so we, after after each show, we'll go out and we'll sign some autographs. And there'll be an autograph line. Maybe take us 20 minutes, maybe, mm-hmm. something, like, something that. like that. And in that, we'll get 10 comments Thank you for doing this. You know, thank you for doing, uh, including Christ in your message and
1: and your testimony. The story of Christ is, and the birth of Christ is really kind of the finale of the story of God and the story uh, that He has been scripting from the beginning, and uh, the gift of Jesus is. Uh, And the life that Christ led and the death that he suffered for us is all uh, the culmination of God's love for us and how much he does pursue us and how much his grace is upon us um, and that all we have to do is turn and accept that gift. for someone who is struggling in here in, in this world, um, it's difficult to say. Other than he is there with you, he is. He has doors there for you that are open. Um, I believe that. We have to have uh, some sort of connection with the Holy Spirit so that we can perceive those things and discern them. And that is my prayer for people who are in in dark places, is they're turn to the light, even if that's not the way you want to go. A lot of times in my life, the obvious choice, the one that was there for me, I didn't go that way because oops, I'm not doing that. I'm not going there, and um, it was my fault that that I missed that. Somebody told me one time: if you're in a valley or if you're in on the mountaintop, look to your right and look to your left and see who's there with you, and those are the ones that you can depend upon. And if the same people at the, are in the valley that were at the mountaintop, then you know those are true friends, and uh, you can lean on them. I pray that people in those places have someone they can lean on. Jesus Calling is is, uh, one of my several different go-tos. It is very helpful, and I've used it for a long time. I was introduced to it, actually, through one of my students in my Bible class. Um we called it life Group, but uh it was also my neighbor uh who has since passed away um and his name was ty Osman and uh he he used it a lot i enjoy it it's very short uh, when i if i don't have you know the thirty minutes or more that I like to spend it's uh it's great and actually i i don't even use the book that much anymore it's on my phone and on my ipad so uh, it's uh, Uh, It's important to me to have that time with the Lord. You know, I think the devotional time is important.
2: A lot of times I get very caught up with deadlines and stuff like that and and will forget to do that and just um, I guess am I pushing Jesus out? You know, just kind of not having that quite as a priority. And I know that every time that I spend, I get in the habit of more devotion things seem to be much more clear.
1: This is uh, December the 14th. Rest in me, my child, forgetting about the worries of the world. Focus on me, Emmanuel, and let my living presence envelop you in peace. Tune into my eternal security, for I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you live on the surface of life by focusing on every changing phenomena, You will find yourself echoing the words of Solomon, Meaningless, meaningless, everything is meaningless. Living in collaboration with me is the way to instill meaning into your days. Begin each day alone with me so that you can experience the reality of my presence. As you spend time with me, the way before you opens up step by step. Arise from the stillness of our communion and gradually begin your journey through the day. Hold my hand in deliberate dependence on me, and I will smooth out the path before you. That's my prayer, is that, that God's, would make his presence known to those people through other folks, uh, through other believers, uh, to be his hands and his feet, in those valleys.
0: To find out more about Diamond Rio, their Christmas album, and their new Christmas show, Holiday and Hits, at Nashville's Gaylord Opryland Resort, please go to diamondrio.com. Today's reading comes from the December 14th passage of the Jesus Calling audiobook.
3: Rest in me, my child, forgetting about the worries of the world. Focus on me, Emmanuel, and let my living presence envelop you in peace. Tune in to my eternal security, for I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you live on the surface of life by focusing on ever-changing phenomena, you will find yourself echoing the words of Solomon, meaningless, meaningless, everything is meaningless. Living in collaboration with me is the way to instill meaning into your days. Begin each day alone with me so that you can experience the reality of my presence. As you spend time with me, the way before you opens up step by step. Arise from the stillness of our communion and gradually begin your journey through the day. Hold my hand in deliberate dependence on me, and I will smooth out the path before you.
0: Hear more great stories about the impact Jesus Calling is having all over the world. Be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Calling podcast on iTunes. We value your reviews and comments so we can reach even more people with the message of Jesus Calling. And if you have your own story to share, we'd love to hear from you. Visit JesusCalling.com to share your story today.